Good morning, everybody, and welcome to this episode of Patriot Strong. My name is Courtney Allen, and I am so glad you are tuning in with me this morning. It's been about a week or so since the last episode, and so much has gone on. I feel like every day it gets from bad to worse, and sometimes it feels like a dream, like, did I really just see that, or did I really just hear that? So I'm going to dive into some things that I found were the most interesting um, within the past week, and uh, let's see where it goes. First and foremost, can we talk about what's going on at the border? Like, as if Biden and his administration stopping the building of our border wall was bad enough, now they're letting all of these people in. Have you seen the conditions? On all of the videos that I've seen, the conditions are absolutely horrible. The capacities are at over 700% full. Media and Biden staffers will let governors go down to see what's going on. I don't know if you guys watched it. It was all over my feed on multiple platforms. Um, Senator Ted Cruz did go down and was sharing videos of the situation down there. Senator James Lanford, I think he's from Oklahoma, shared the process that's going on right now for like illegal citizens to come over into like our country. You can literally just walk across the border, say you feel fine that you and however many people you're in a group with are related. You go through a very basic background check, he said, and then you're given a notice to appear which is just a document with a court date and a location that you have to appear in front of like a judge and I don't know, a jury maybe, to start the process of your citizenship. And then you are either released into the holding areas or if those get too full, I suppose, taking on a bus to another location. How is that not a crisis? There are people coming over at an alarming rate, and it, something needs to be done about it. Some facts that I found through everything, though, um, there are way too many people crossing. We do not have the facilities or the capacity to hold them. Um, this last month alone, in El Paso, I think it is, more people have crossed over in the last 30 days, or tried to anyway, than the entire year of 2020. I feel like that should be a red flag right there. 33% uh, of those who are caught have been caught more than once. There have been multiple incidents where some of the top, like most wanted criminals have been captured. The ICE is most wanted. Multiple incidences of cartels or drugs coming through. There's a law that says they were supposed to hold anybody for 72 hours, but they're coming over at such an alarming rate and being crammed that they're being kept in there for days. You would see this. There was um, a video from, again, Ted Cruz, who was not allowed to film, and you see this Biden staff administrator keep just blocking Ted Cruz's view and not letting him film the conditions that these people are put in. This is a little clip that I did find of another interview that he was doing for 
uh, the Mark Davis show. Like he said in the clip, um, he and about nine other senators had went down to the border to record the facilities and what was going on down there. And there's a complete media blackout from the Biden administration, so press and news aren't allowed to go down there and record. But why? Like, we, as the American citizens who are here legally, deserve to know like that's our border we deserve to know what's going on all these people are being cramped into plastic tent like things they're being detained we need to see the conditions that they are being kept in and we need to know the process that's going through to allow people into our country like we're just allowing anybody in we don't know who they are we don't know their background we don't know what they're bringing in but we're just supposed to openly and willingly just let them come in? I don't think so. I think it's a major red flag that media isn't allowed down there and we should be concerned about it. Just as concerned about all the helicopter money we are seeing right now that was just passed in the 1.9 trillion stimulus bill. Did you know that something like $8 million is being set aside to help house all the illegal people that are crossing the border. We can't set up funding for homing for our veterans or homeless citizens, but we can provide shelter for people who are illegally crossing and who break the law like before they're even, I don't know, I just don't have words. I don't know how many of you are on the platform Telegram. Um, if you're not, you should. My uh, podcast, this podcast, has their own uh, channel over on Telegram. It's t.me forward slash Patriot Strong Podcast. If you want to hop on over there, um, we share lots of information, have some discussions. Anyway, I read yesterday on one of the channels that I follow on Telegram that Border Patrol canines sniffed out $60,000 worth of fentanyl that was being stuffed inside burritos in a book bag from somebody trying to cross over. Drugs are coming over, unaccompanied children are coming over who will most likely end up in either a trafficking scheme or the foster care system with all the children that are already there. Like, it's a crisis within a crisis, and nobody is doing anything. I shouldn't say nobody. The Biden administration is doing nothing whatsoever. This is a problem. Children, the homeless, the children in foster cares, it's all like one circle inside another of issues and crises that we should be concerned about going on in our country. Like, the last time that I checked... I heard we were in a pandemic. Maybe that's not the case anymore. If it's not, though, I don't know why they are mandating all of the same uh, COVID standards. 
like all these people can come in and like not test negative for COVID, but that's fine. All of the COVID standards are still being implemented, the masks and double masks and stupid vaccination. Like when is it all gonna stop? Have you have you guys heard about the Cuomo thing with his uh I can't even think. The COVID passport that you're gonna have to start showing to travel and do things. Like some of us won't be able to attend concerts or to participate in events or gather with family at whatever locations are opting in right now before this is completely mandatory to show your papers. Here's the thing about that though, if it really was all about safety and if like the CDC cared so much and if the Biden administration cared so much or anybody, if anybody cared about health of themselves and of others so much, why hasn't uh, proof of vaccination been a thing before? We've had the flu every single year. Some people get vaccinated, some people don't. Why is it not a thing to show papers for that? Or chicken pox for little kids? Like, who's susceptible and who's not? The fact that it's only COVID should be like a huge red flag in your face. And if you think there's not gonna be a COVID-21 this fall or a COVID-22 next year, like, sorry, I don't, I don't know what to tell you because <laughs> there is, this will happen again. There will be an extended process again. And it, like, this is a thing that we're just going to live with. It's going to be like the common cold. It's 98% recoverable. 98%. I don't know. I just think about the distraction that must be going on. What are they trying to keep us shielded from or why are they trying to keep such a veil over our eyes from focusing on this COVID thing? Like what's going on behind the scenes? I really don't understand. And speaking of the vaccines, like I know so many people who have gotten it within the past two weeks and I've tried to tell them and share the information that I found about them. Like at least look at it before you make that choice. Do you know what's inside the vaccinations? Do you know if you're allergic to it? Why would you risk that? I would never risk like the side effects of these vaccinations just so I can have a higher than 98% chance of recovering from this. Like after you get the second dose of the vaccination, guess what? You still have to wear a mask and you still have to social distance and you can still spread it and you can still get it. What, what's the point? I wish somebody could logically tell me the point of taking this vaccination. You check ingredients on your food. You check expiration dates on your food. How do you know that the ingredients in these vaccinations haven't already expired or the conditions that they've traveled in are met from the time that it's shipped out of whatever lab these are concocted in and gets to your physician's office. 
thankfully I'm not on any like daily prescribed medication, but how do you know that these shots aren't going to have some kind of side effect or affect your medication? Like how do you know the reaction to this vaccination? It's not like you can go ask your doctor because they don't know because this isn't even FDA approved and I've went over this before. These vaccines, all three of them, the Fiverr, the J&J, and the Manera, I think those are the three, they are all experimental. They are um, for emergency use only. They are part of an experimental process to see if they work well enough to become FDA approved. And that process is much longer and I really don't see them progressing much further on it because it won't pass the FDA requirements. I know that right now. I'm not going to go into everything that I've found in, that is inside of the vaccinations, but you definitely should at least read it, consider it before you get them. There's a lot of crap in there. Uh, nanoscience, reconstructive DNA, and who knows what else. And those have been like proven to be in there so you can come at me and fight me all you want i'll stand up and push back on this if you or a family member have an extreme side effect from the shot you can't sue the company and you can't sue your doctor because there's a little clause in your health insurance that basically says for experimental things they can't be held accountable. So they're not gonna pay for it. They're not gonna pay out anything. Why risk it? If this thing is so recoverable, why risk it? You can still spread it after you get the vaccination. You can still get it after you get the vaccination. I just don't understand why would you like put yourself through the process of getting the shot, the side effects of feeling like crap after getting it and risk the side effects that might come or come from it like why because television is telling you to because mainstream media and big tech platforms are advising that you get the shot because all of these retail companies are enticing you with free donuts to get it like it's okay you can keep your donut we need to stand up and push back and stop letting mainstream media determine what we see and what scares us. Like, stop listening to them. We know the real numbers and we know, and we know what happened in New York and probably a lot of other states too to drive these numbers up. The elderly were thrown into nursing homes together where their immune systems are a lot more weakened than like the average person so of course all these people are passing away because they're in closed facilities and they don't have the strength in their immune system to fight this off but we do like stop letting them scare you mainstream media isn't the real deal like i don't watch the news anymore i find alternative media outlets and platforms like they're out there you guys you just have to branch out take the courage to turn off the tv cut the cord and branch out you'll be surprised 
about everything that mainstream media isn't covering or isn't showing to us because it doesn't fit their agenda. That's really all everything that you see on the TV is. It's agenda-led and agenda-based or filled opinions of what's really going on. You need to branch out because censorship is real and censorship of the platforms is a real thing that's happening more and more every single day. I'm sure there's a handful of articles that maybe I have read that you haven't or that some of my friends have read that I haven't because it is, I don't know, picking and chosen what we see or what we hear or what is allowed to be shown on different districts from all these news stations. Like if there's something huge happening, like the border crisis, I would want to know about that. I guarantee if I turned on my local news station, I wouldn't have heard a thing about it. And why is that? Because, because it's the Biden administration and social media platforms and outlets are on their side and they can do no wrong. It's just like rose-colored glasses with them and everything that they do. And it's so stupid. Like, I, oh my gosh, I can't even. And then there's people that are on the mainstream media outlets that are trying to spread the truth, but they are being censored or flagged. Their information is being taken down. This happened to me for the second time on Facebook yesterday. Censored. Information... Uh, flagged by the fact checkers who like I don't know who they have checking this crap but they don't know how to do their job because this is real and this is going on and it doesn't fit the agenda that's being led so it's not being shown to the public you have to find your outlet source of alternative media and stick with that because they're the ones that are going to tell you the truth a couple that I like um Dan Bongino, I mentioned last week that he's taking over Rush Limbaugh's spot on the talk radio station. Um, I also listened to David Nino Rodriguez. They both have just podcasts, radio shows that I listen to. Uh, Nino interviews all these people and gets their opinions and shares stuff that's going on in of course, Dan Bongino was ex-Secret Service, so like he's up there. He's in the circle, and he knows what's going on. He isn't afraid to tell everybody and share this information because we deserve to know. We have to stand up and push back and dig a little bit deeper for the truth because deeper is where the truth lies. It's not right here on the surface. It's not going to be blunt and in your face. It's going to be in alternative outlets like I've preached about for the past two minutes. So many people just blindly believe what they're shown on TV or what they're told, what they're told to be afraid of, what they're told to be offended by. And like, oh, we need to stand up and learn to live for ourselves and learn to think for ourselves. Like, live your life and be your own person. You don't have to be afraid of everything. You don't have to be offended by everything. Like, stop letting cartoons offend you. Stop letting food labels offend you. Like, I know for me, I didn't go through anything terrible and detrimental of 
oppression by another race and neither did anybody that is my age so why we're taking it upon ourselves to be offended by something that we didn't even go through is idiotic and stupid so please on behalf of me and this conservative millennial just stop because you're making yourself look like an idiot and you're making the millennial group of people look just as stupid and I would have really appreciated if you just quit like stop <laughs> stop wearing your masks they don't work they don't have you seen what they do to your body or to your lungs have you researched the long-term effects from breathing in your own air, your own breath, your own carbon dioxide for nine hours a day? I don't wear a mask if I don't have to. I have to do it at work because I'm around young children all the day. But like, no, I'm not wearing it. It doesn't work. It's not a law. Mandates are not laws. You do not have to follow a mandate. Stop believing in all the hype. Texas and Florida both lifted their mandates about a week ago, and guess what? Their numbers have continuously went down. Man, if I could move to Florida, I would in a second. I love, love, love Santis. He's amazing. He knows what he's doing. He's not afraid to like tell the guy over here to go pound sand if he doesn't agree with it. He said that he would uh, overturn or veto any uh, uh, vaccine passports in his state. He's like, no, we're not going to do that here. That's stupid. We're not doing it. It's dumb. Here in Ohio, where I'm from, um, Senate Bill 22 was introduced. That's the mask mandate to um, be like null. So <laughs> Ohio residents don't have to wear it anymore. And Mike DeWine, our lovely governor, vetoed that. He said, no, like masks are working, it's still a thing, it still needs to be done. Thankfully, our legislator overturned his veto and they're like, uh, no, actually, they don't work and we're not going to do this. And I believe that we are going to be mask free by June. It was from 90 days or less from whenever this was reported and this was like a week or two ago. So good, people are standing up and we're speaking up and we're pushing back and that's what needs to happen. Like people are waking up, America is waking up and it's about time. Oh my gosh, I read this article um, earlier this week that there is a gym in, dang, I forget where it is, but they uh, put a note out to all their patrons saying, hey look, if you got this vaccination, you can't train here with us anymore. Like, we're sorry for the inconvenience, but we can't be held liable for anything that might happen to you while you're on our facilities and while you're on our property. Like, sorry, Charlie, but we're not doing it. And it's so good, and I couldn't be happier. Stand up for what's right. Stand up for the truth, for our rights that are being taken away. Like your speech. That's why I'm doing this. I'm trying to find another platform, another outlet to share the truth with you guys. The truth that I find because it's important and I want my family and friends to know what I know. Stand up for sharing the truth. Stand up for your 2A rights that are being questioned right now. Man, oh man, that's a problem. 
in and of itself. Um, geez, I can't even imagine. Tennessee legislators, I don't know if you guys seen this or not, just passed a bill to allow citizens to open and conceal carry without a permit, so a constitutional carry. Um, the governor is supposed to sign off on it later this week. And this is all that we need to continue to do, guys. Just stand up for what's right and stand up for what you believe in. Don't back down. Even if you, everybody is against you and the wind is against you and uh, whatever, just stand your ground. Stand up, push back, and stand your ground. It is our right from freedom of speech and it is our right to bear arms. And for government to uh, be taking that away or challenging that, it should be red flags everywhere for you guys. Oh my gosh, for us, not only you guys, for us too. I need to stand up and fight harder for my family and for my friends that don't fight or that can't fight. Like, whenever I say we are all in this together and we all need to do it, trust me, I, I mean it from the bottom of my heart. We all have to stand up against what's going on right now because it's not right. It's not right at all. We need to be able to defend ourselves and our family. However, um, mm, no matter what you believe about gun control, like you should really re-educate and re-familiarize what happens whenever citizens are disbanded and de-armed. Like it's not good. It's not good at all closing thoughts and calls to action uh, a few of you guys actually have sent me voicemails on anchor and i'm so thankful for that thank you for reaching out uh whether it's for a collaboration or for uh answering or leaving your comments about topics from last week please continue to do that i love hearing from you guys i love putting voices to just names that pop up on the computer. It's so cool. <sighs> if you haven't already, <laughs> sorry, I'm getting ready to leave for work. Gotta finish this up. If you haven't already, please make sure you favorite, follow, subscribe to this uh, podcast, no matter where you're listening to it. Uh, follow me on MeWe and Telegram. I'll put my link tree in the description of this podcast so you can find me on all of the things closing thoughts, things to leave you guys with. What's happening when the White House, what's happening in D.C., guys? I don't know if you guys have seen it, but why is the White House going dark every day? Why are the fences and barbed wire still up around D.C.? Why isn't Kamala Harris in the vice presidential mansion? It's going uh, under renovations for months now. What's going on with Hunter Biden? Have you heard from that? Where's Mike Pence? I haven't heard much from the Clintons lately. And where's Adam Schiff? Like, all these major players who have been loud about everything throughout the past, I don't know, four years of the Trump administration, they're just all quiet now. I don't know, guys. Interesting, interesting. Thanks for joining me this morning. Thanks for tuning in. Please share this on your platform. Share it with your family and friends. Again, make sure you follow, subscribe, like, do all the things. Thank you for your support. 
God bless you, God bless this country, and together we're patriots strong.